Pete. This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and today I am with the CEO of the St. Pete Economic Development Corporation, J.P. Dubuque. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Yes. <laughs> I feel like with a name like mine, it's my obligation to not mess up other like cool names. It, I think you've done a great job. My ancestors would be happy. <laughs> so just tell me a little bit more about what your business does here in the St. Pete area. Yeah, so as uh, the Economic De- Development Corporation, the EDC, we really play a pivotal role in economic development. We don't do everything in economic development, mm-hmm. but we carve out a lane in that. We are the only organization that markets St. Petersburg as a business location outside of the community. So we, we proactively reach out to businesses and other communities to tell them the value proposition for doing business in St. Petersburg. The other thing that we do is whether we're talking about existing or relocating businesses, we work with them on a one-on-one basis to connect them to resources in the community that can help them mitigate challenges or take advantage of opportunities. Okay, cool. So you're pretty much kind of like, uh, in a sense, like the messenger in that lane for businesses to grow or obviously realize like St. Pete's another cool place that you need to be. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, doing the little the little research that I did, I think that was my difficulty is really trying to like figure out okay, like what is it one hundred percent that is done here? And I imagine there's other people that are like questioning that too. Like, okay, so what do these what do you guys really do? Yeah. Um. And so I think it'd be definitely good to have the people hear that. Yeah. So, um, so again, on the on the marketing side, you know, I get the the pleasure of mm-hmm. traveling the world as as St. Pete's storyteller for business, nice. and get to talk with uh, business leaders and um, uh, centers of influence around the country, around the globe, telling them why St. Pete's great, why businesses should be here. Um, we have a digital uh, marketing campaign that's both on social media and email, really just telling the story about St. Pete as a as a business location. And then on the, the one-on-one side of it, um, really it's, a, it's about trying to understand what the businesses are looking to do, identifying what challenges they might have, and, and uh, also identifying what opportunities there are out there. And then we connect them with the people that can help solve those issues for them. And maybe it's around real estate selection, maybe it's around workforce recruitment or training, maybe it's around navigating the government regulation, maybe it's around um, connecting them to uh, great PR sources mm-hmm. or um, you know, even connecting them with an attorney or an accountant that could be helpful or a place to hold their off-site retreats or uh, a realist, realtor for their staff to, to utilize to find a good place to live. So it's really about being that connector Mm -hmm. and every business that we work with, we work with in a different way. And it's all about what they want, what they need. The business needs. What's like the coolest place that you've gone to, to like recruit their business to come into St. Pete? You know, that's, that's kind of, you know, an interesting thing. I would say, you know, I have to say that Boulder is a pretty cool place to go. Okay. But also uh, Amsterdam. Reykjavik, Montreal, um, all of those places are pretty cool as well. Nice. And are there any businesses like right now that are still uh, 
doing business here in St. Pete that you've like brought over? Yeah, so we've worked with 45 companies over the last five years. Okay. Um, And probably 35-ish of those are new entrants to our market, and probably 10 are existing companies that we've helped to expand. Okay. So the the overwhelming majority of those companies are still here, still working, still growing, uh, still making an impact in the community. Nice. I guess that's a testament also to, like, how good of a job you guys do here the fact that a lot of those people are still here and they'll in a sense still serving our community yeah i think that yes thank you i'll (laughs) take that but but it's really more about the community than it is about what we do um one of the things i think is really really important and this is especially um, important as we try to bring new companies Mm -hmm. into the market is making sure that they're a fit for our community that they understand what our community values are. Mm-hmm. And if we can make sure that their corporate values match our community values, the, the chance for them to be successful here long-term is really good. Yeah. If they don't get who we are as a community, there's not going to be a good fit there. No. And the likelihood of them being successful and being a good participant and a good citizen is probably not good either. Yeah, I, I like to say that the people in St. Pete, they aggressively support local. They so do. if you really kind of can't play nice with the people already in this community, right. I'm sorry you're going to get eaten alive. That's about <laughs> it. That is true. You know, we we aggressively support local, and I don't think anyone in the community has any problem like fighting for that belief. No, no, and that's that's what makes St. Pete St. Pete. I agree. I mean, it's it's the, the, the culture and character of our community is more about small business. Mm-hmm. It's about local businesses. It's about businesses that have um, an interest in giving back to the community and being part of the community. Um, businesses that, that, you know, don't get that don't fit here very well. No. No, they don't. So let's go back just a little bit. Yep. How was um, this company, like, developed um, and kind of initially first started? Like, you must have saw, like, a gap somewhere kind of in the market, in the community that you felt you could fill. Yeah, so um, about seven or eight years ago, uh, the St. Pete Chamber and the city of St. Petersburg got together um, along with a handful of private sector businesses. Um, and they did what, what is now referred to as the Grow Smarter Strategy. And the Grow Smarter Strategy really was an effort for us to understand what was going on in our community relative to economic development. And economic development is a big, big mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you're talking about infrastructure and education and uh, entrepreneurship and workforce. And, you know, all these things are part of economic development. So the Grow Smarter um, initiative really looked at what are we doing? What can we do better to really create an equitable, equitable economic prosperity model? And how can we grow our community in that way? And as we looked at what was being done and what was not being done and what was being done but wasn't being done so well, mm-hmm. there, there appeared to be some opportunities for us to get better. And a couple of those areas were in the, in the space of awareness building. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of uh, uh, knowledge from outside of the market that St. Pete was a good place for businesses. Yeah. Um, 
not even within our region was there much of a knowledge that St. Pete is a good place for business. So we needed to work on our awareness building. We need to tell people about it, tell the story. The other thing was um, in the area of what we in economic development call targeted job creation. And targeted job creation is trying to help business create those jobs that are going to allow us to participate in the economy of the future mm -hmm. and allow us to grow prosperity within our community. And if we pay attention to those jobs that are going to be the jobs of the future that give us a great chance for success, the other jobs are going to come as a result of it. Yeah. And so there, there was an opportunity for us to create something that attended to those two things. And through the Grow Smarter strategy, with the great help of the St. Pete Chamber and the city of St. Petersburg, our organization was born, and I was the first employee. Um, and so I, I had the great honor and pleasure of taking an idea mm -hmm. that a lot of leaders, including Chris Steinacher from the Chamber of Commerce, uh, uh, former Mayor Rick Kreisman, and, and many others, uh, I, I got the opportunity to take that idea and really build it into something that was going to make a real impact. And really run with it, yeah. And now five and a half years later, you know, we, as I said, we've got 45 companies that we've helped. And uh, we're, we're out there telling the story and hopefully making a good impact, giving folks an opportunity. Every time one of these companies that we work with creates a job, my belief is, is there is a family that then is positively impacted by the work yeah. we did. And, and so that's my hope. Yeah. We're impacting people through helping companies create jobs. And I think like that's the biggest thing too is like awareness. You could have a great brand, business idea, the best food, whatever it is. But if you don't have the awareness and the knowledge of the resources that you need to be successful in the business aspect or uh, you know, in like the day-to-day -day aspect, which I, I think is the hardest part. It's definitely the hardest part for running my business you're only going to be able to go so far. Right, right. You know, and sometimes those resources that you need as businesses, they're really hard to find. You gotta, yeah. you gotta go to weird spots you didn't think about or right. weird, like websites you didn't, like it's hard, it's really hard. It, it can be, and, and think about in a community that is so, as you put it, hyper-local, mm -hmm. which is a great thing and yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we are. But think if you're coming in as a new entrant to the community and and you're in a hyper local community, you need some help. You need yeah. you need a shepherd, you know, yeah. to to help to a Sherpa, if you will, to help yeah. lead you down the path. And that's that's the role we provide. Nice. We help them engage in the community and, and hopefully give back and become part of it. That's nice too because, you know, I imagine your name carries like a lot of weight in the community. So if you're in a sense backing these businesses coming in uh the community and and the you know the consumers are going to be like okay this is cool this is this is fun we we hope so um we hope so and we hope that we're making good decisions with the companies that we represent and the companies that we work with um, and we're able to weed out the companies that yeah. aren't going to be a good fit for our community or that uh, that maybe shouldn't be part of of our community so we we try to do that. We try to be good stewards of our culture and character, and uh, and hopefully we're, we're doing that. 
Yeah. I, I think St. Pete would let you know if you weren't. <laughs> I think especially in this day and age, people, like, have no problem, like, True. you know, letting you know when you've severely messed up or even messed up in the slightest bit. So if you haven't heard anything yet, you're, you know, you're good. You're doing a good job. Uh, so what businesses do you, like, mostly work with or do you notice, like, um, you your business seems to, like, attract Yes, yeah, so I'm going to answer that in two ways. One is Perfect. that, um, as I mentioned before, alluded to before, that if we pay attention to certain types of jobs, the other jobs will take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. What I meant by that is if you work with companies that can be located anywhere, so a company like Raymond James, for instance, they can be located anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're lucky that they're located here. Yeah. Okay? Um, or, um, you know, Kathy Wood and ARK Invest that just relocated from New York. They can be located anywhere, and we're happy that they located here. Mm-hmm. What happens is that those businesses that could be anywhere but choose to locate here, they drive demand for all the things that we think are St. Pete. Talking about the bars and the restaurants and the music venues and the retail shops and the T-shirt printer and, you know, all of those, the, the cafes, all mm-hmm. those types of things. Yeah. It drives the demand for those things. And, and so we, we try to focus on those companies that are going to bring money into our community, not just spin it around with inside of the community. Okay. The second thing is that we, we work with proactively what we call targeted industries. And this is, these are industries that have been selected using data that we have a foundational excellence in. In other words, we're strong in them now. And they seem to be the jobs of the future. So we're talking about things like um, life and marine science, creative art and design, specialized manufacturing, financial services, and data analytics. So those are the types of companies that we work with. And um, we, don't, we don't typically work with retail. We t- don't typically work with hospitality, tourism, personal professional services, those types of things. We work with those, those targeted industries, mm-hmm. again, that can be located anywhere. Can you, yeah, and they decide to, in a sense, drive things in here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's like, that's an interesting concept because like when we think of like a community economy, you know, like just like some of the like reading I've done and math was never my strong suit, you know, so, but it does talk about how like when you spend within your community that money is being kind of utilized within the community, you're giving back, but then you also have to think too is like, if you're not bringing new things in, it it does just get stagnant after a while. You have to stir the pot a little bit for new right. growth right and that's and that's what we try to do we try to bring new money into the into the economy what do you think like this city needs more of like economic wise well you know on the one hand um i would say not a whole lot um okay. you know i think we're pretty cool uh, as as we sit today but i would say that um the more diversified our economy is and the more diversified the job opportunities are within our community, I think the better off we're going to be long-term. A diversified economy, diversified job market gives you some opportunity to hedge against um, economic downturns. And you know, if we're leaning just on hospitality and tourism, 
we get an economic downturn, we're going to have a really, really tough time of it, like what happened in Tampa Bay back in 2008. Tourism went down, mm-hmm. people lost their jobs, real estate took, went in the, in the tank, and it was just a really bad time. The more diversified your economy is, you were able to weather those downturns, downturns a little bit better. Um, now, in order to do that, we also have to have more diversification on the real estate, more um, uh, uh, definitive and built up infrastructure to support the growth there. Um, and I think that one of the important factors going forward is going to be critically important for our community leaders to make really good choices on land use and zoning so that we know what we're going to be as a community and that the right things get built in the right spots so that we're able to be the community that we want to be. But long term, I think that uh, more diversification of industry and, and job market and more diversification of real estate is is going to be a, a critical thing for us. Interesting. I, I wonder if like... Obviously, like, St. Pete's been growing a whole lot. You know, Mm -hmm. you see the condos going up. You know, you see the new businesses coming in. There's obviously people who are like, you know, is St. Pete going to stay local or are we just going to just have a bunch of corporations and a bunch of condos here? Um, But, like, listening to you talk a little bit more and starting to understand it a little bit more, you kind of start to realize how not allowing the city to grow is just going to hurt us in the long run. Um, especially since we rely so much on the hospitality, tourism, stuff like that. COVID was a good example. Like if we had sh- shut our borders like completely like some of the other states, we would have tanked. We, we really would have. Um, I think more people should be able to have like access to the information you do. And then I think people wouldn't be so angry about the development that we have going on. Well, you know, my hope is that growth is not necessarily bad. Yeah. Um, And as you point out, uh, what I like to say is if you're not growing, you're going backwards. Yeah. You can't stay stagnant. No. So... So we need to we need to build our community in a way that protects who we are. The mm-hmm. the thing that all of us love about living in St. Pete, yeah. and we all love St. Pete, right? Yeah. So I don't want to screw it up. You don't want to screw it up. So as long as we have that mentality going forward, and as I was talking about, if we can try to at least be somewhat um, proactive about who we ask to come join our community. Mm-hmm we're going to be in a better spot. Yeah. One of the things that I love about the majority of the companies that we've recruited to to move to St. Petersburg is that they invest back in the community. They okay. give back. They try to become part mm-hmm. of this community and making it better, not necessarily coming in and trying to change it. Mm-hmm. They get who it is yeah. and they get the, the, the cultural values that we have here. Um, now, that's not everybody. Um, and there will be people that are going to try to come and try to change the city, and we have to we have to be somewhat protective of that. Now, yeah. I don't think that luxury condos are in and of themselves a bad thing. Now, too many luxury condos could be a bad thing, but luxury condos in and of themselves are not necessarily a bad thing. Again, having diversification yes. is going to be important. I, I think... I think St. Pete has done a good job of diversifying. Just like just thinking again, like and again, like my limited knowledge. This is 
not my area of expertise at all. Um, you know, I, I went to school to be a journalist. Um, <laughs> but I think we have diversified a lot, and I think that's why St. Pete and Florida has kind of stayed strong in all of the kind of stuff that's been hitting us these past few yeah. years. Um, but again, you know, like with that strength and that diversifying, there's going to be those fears of like, we don't want to like lose anything we have now. Like as a consumer, you know, like, do I like the luxury condos? No, I can't afford any of them. And all the prices are going up on rent. Um, but as a business owner, when I look at the growth, I'm like, it's going to be great for business. It could be. It could you know? be. Yeah. It's, it's that. It, it, there, yeah. it, is a, it is a constant balancing act. Yeah. And, you know, there is no doubt that the um, inflationary um, situation uh, has been really problematic for, for mm -hmm. our community. Um, and that the increase in rent is, uh, and, and home prices is very problematic um, to a lot of folks. But on the other hand, it shows a little bit of, of growth for our community. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully wages will keep pace with it um, yeah. at some point. They haven't shown that they're doing that yet, um, but my hope is is that they will. Um, and my uh, you know my hope is is that we can put things in place that uh, that allow folks to to stay here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just like I remember as a kid, like I used to think like St. Pete was like the most boringest town and now like mind you like when i was growing up there wasn't everything that we have here like slightly jealous of my younger sister i've said that a lot in multiple podcasts she gets she like she just she gets to roam to all of the cool spots okay i didn't have any of this growing up um so it's it's nice as an adult now knowing that if like say if i were to have children they're growing up in a really nice community to where if they say mom i want to go hang out in downtown saint pete i'm not gonna be like my parents are like that's not a safe area absolutely not yeah. Well, one thing that I think we all have to be aware of is that many folks want St. Pete to be the community when they got here. Yeah. So if you if you got here 50 years ago, you want it to be what it was 50 years ago. I don't. If you got I, I here like it now. Five years ago, you want it to be what it was like five years ago. Um, but it's going to change. It is. And, and there's nothing we can do about change. What we can do th something about is what that change looks like. Yes. So we have to be proactive about it. We have to be intentional and purposeful about it. We have to, as a community, come together and say, this is what we want our community to be mm -hmm. and do the things that get us there. Yeah. And hopefully our political and community leaders will have the courage um, to do that. So I think that we've got some strong leaders right now in our community I think that are so doing too. a lot of good things. Um, and hopefully that will continue. Yeah. Well, I mean, we get to vote them in or out. So, That's I mean, true. we, you know, we hold really a lot of power there. Um, do you think COVID hurt any of this infrastructure that you guys, along with the city, are trying to create? Or do you, do you think it really didn't phase us much at all? Well, um, yeah, COVID phased everybody, even as you point out that, you know, Florida stayed open a lot more than most other yeah. states. Um, and we fared better than many other states, but it still impacted us. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in our business, one of the things that's really important is creating relationships with 
business leaders and, and centers of influence or referral sources. Oh, you couldn't really and do that And we all. can't do that. If, you know, if we can't sit across the table from each other, it's hard to create a relationship, right? Yeah. Zoom is not good for no, relationship building. No, it's not. I don't know if you guys Zoom dated or anything. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. But, but it's hard to do that. So, so that was one thing. The other thing is, is that many of the businesses that we had been talking to before COVID that were considering a relocation or an expansion, once COVID hit, they said, look, we're trying to figure out what happens next week. Mm-hmm. Not about moving or, or expanding. We're, we're trying to keep the doors open. And so the focus went from strategic thinking for a business leader to how do I get through tomorrow? Yeah, how do you survive? How do you survive this, this thing? And now that I think most of the businesses have gotten past the survival mode, the impact that remote working and the COVID migration have had on just about every business um, is still impacting their strategic decision-making. So a company that um, prior to, to COVID may have had, let's just say they're a technology company with 100 employees, and all 100 of those employees were in an office, they were all in a little cube, and they were all doing their little work, they had their headphones on doing a thing, right? Now, they may still have 100 employees, or maybe 150 employees now, because their tech all, company yeah. grow. How many are actually in the office? Yeah. So what's the space need look like? And the people that are in the office, can you put them in a little cube, or is that violating some kind of health concern thing? And you know, what does it look like? So. The strategic decision making from from a staffing and and physical space standpoint for businesses has changed dramatically, and for a company that like the EDC who bases kind of our impact on creating jobs for our residents, mm-hmm. if a company is located here but they're hiring somebody that's in California, that's not helping our community no. all that much. Nobody gets that job. So it has definitely impacted us. The other way that it has impacted us is that I believe a lot of the reason that we've been successful in helping businesses grow and stay here and in recruiting them to move here comes down to what it feels like when they walk down Central Avenue or when they walk down Beach Drive or and you know, pick, pick your major thoroughfare mm-hmm. that has, has um, kind of a, a, a vibe to it, right? Yeah. Well, that vibe is driven mainly by hospitality and tourism type jobs. Well, COVID changed the game for all those people. Yeah. A lot of those folks lost their jobs. A lot of those folks left the industry. And now there's still a lingering impact, especially in the restaurant and bar scene, that you can't find people to work. No. So if... If they can't find anybody to work, it doesn't matter how many of us want to go and, and drink a beer. If they don't have anybody to pour that tap, then what are we going to do? So the the impact is lingering not just on the companies that we work with, but it's also lingering in the companies that help us sell St. Pete and really help make who St. Pete is. Yeah. So I, I think that we're we're gonna we're gonna be years away from knowing what the final. A decision is and the final impact is but we're still trying to work through it um, and I think one of the great things about St. Pete is we work together we put our arms around each other we mm-hmm. fight together and I've said it before one of the great things about St. Pete in most in most communities 
the businesses compete against each other. In St. Pete, the businesses work together to help us compete against the world. Yeah, I don't know how many like interviews like this I've done, like talking to artists or businesses that like they're really supportive of one another. You don't hear them like there's just like not this sense of competition. Like you know, I think. Um, David, the owner of a cocktail on the Saint and gets Zazud, in his interview, he was like, you know, if you want to open a bar like mine, cool, okay. Like, people are going to like what cocktail does. People are going to like what you, it's okay, you know. Right. Like, and I just thought that, like, you know, when you look at, like, I'm just going to say America as a whole, like, sometimes it can get so competitive when it's like you're going to excel a lot better if you're all working together. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, one of the, the great stories, you talk about restaurants um, during COVID, um, uh, one of one of our friends at the EDC, and he's on our board, Ryan Griffin, who owns uh, Mandarin Hyde and, and um, uh, Trophy Fish, okay. um, you know, he he reached out to the other bars and said, hey, what, what can we do to help you? Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm sure that that was not a, a unique story. It's just yeah. one that I happen to know about. Um, but. When you do that, mm-hmm. that that makes a difference. It really does. Yeah. And you know, we were part of a small group that during COVID we said, "Look, um, we're gonna we're gonna commit to eating out every Friday," and we we did Friday carry out every Friday for two or three months, just mm-hmm. to go into a different restaurant to support them. Yeah. And trying to trying to keep these folks together. So, I, I think that that is um, you know that's a testament to who we are as a community. Um, and uh, and hopefully that will that will allow us to come on the backside of all of these crises. You know, the past couple of years has been filled with crisis. Um, you know, one it's like one to another to another. And, and um, hopefully, when we get to the end of these crises and we get to some sense of normalcy, we'll uh, we'll be in a good shot, good shape. Yeah, I mean, I think our community has done a really good job of like keeping our heads up and and positive and being really supportive of one another um you know because yeah like when you really think about it like when you walk outside everyone's smiling the sun is out you you tend to forget that we there's a lot of stuff still going on and then you turn on the news and you're you're reminded about it all um so i mean it's a scary but also like really uplifting time right now i feel like we're on the the edge of going down or like rising to new heights well, I think that, you know, if you look inside our community, mm-hmm. you're going to see all the good that's going on. Oh, yeah. And turn the TV off, you know, yeah. read the business section, but, yeah. but turn the TV off. And, I know. Uh, I can't can't do the news anymore, man. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit depressing. It is. It's a little sad <laughs> but, right now. But there's so much great things happening, so many great things that are happening in our community. Yeah. And I'm glad that you guys are shining a light on it. Thank you. We're trying. This is, which is, again, it's like why I like talking to anyone in the community. And that's why I sometimes, you know, I put those, those little words out, you know, like who's, who do you want to talk to? Because again, you know, we, we meet a lot of interesting people who shed a whole new light on St. Pete, like the economic side. I don't, I don't know anything about the economic side of St. Pete. I'm going to understand it a little bit more now after our conversation, and I think it's also really important for the viewers to understand, too, because it's really mm-hmm. easy to be mad sometimes when you're just seeing things go up and, and you might not understand what's going on. But then when you talk to someone who's in that every day, you realize, well, I can't, I can't really be mad anymore, can I? 
You know, I'm not saying that, that everything we do is going to end up being awesome. Yeah. Um, but I can guarantee you that we're trying to do that. That's all and, that matters. And, and our heart is in the right place. Yeah. Our strategies are those that, that have been proven. Um, and, and we care about this, this community. And, and I think that if you live here and you care about this community, you can't help but try to do things that are going to be good for it. I agree. I agree. What would you like say is your favorite part of St. Pete? My favorite part. So th- there's kind of two things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I would say that I loved craft beer. I love craft beer. And there are like 20 craft breweries. I don't even know the exact number within walking distance in our downtown. Mm-hmm. And I have done a walking tour that started at Three Daughters and walked all the way down past um, Cage and Green Bench and, and ended up at Cycle. And, and I've done that tasting. So that's I a, love that. I a, love that. It's a big route. Look, hey, <laughs> go big or go home. I, <laughs> I agree. I mean, just think about Three Daughters. Like, their their story is is pretty awesome. And, yeah. like, now, like, they're selling their stuff in France. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we have we have some really cool stuff. We do. I know we got a lot of crazy stuff going on. Florida Man and just Florida. I love all the memes. But right. we have a lot of really cool yeah. stuff going on here. Look, the, uh, the, the craft brewery scene, the craft cocktail scene that we have here is so cool. And then I have to say that. When you, when you see a show at Janice or you see one of the bands playing outside at mm-hmm. Ale and the Witch or, you know, any of these, these venues around, um, live music is, that's where the magic happens, man. And, you know, the festival that just happened last weekend, this weekend. The, reggae Rise the Up. Reggae yeah. Rise Up. I mean, how can you how can you not love all of the live music that's happening in here? It is, it is. If you can't smile from the music you hear in mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, Florida, you're not listening. Yeah. I like I love like my mom will call me and she'll be like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I have another event to cover." Uh, he calls me again and I have three festivals I got to cover. Like, you know, "Oh, are are you coming over this weekend?" I'm like, "Yeah, for an hour." And then I have another festival. Like there's just there's so like so yeah. there's almost so much, you know, sometimes where you're you know, uh, He'll like, what events do we have going on? I'm like, what events don't we have going on? That's it. It's <laughs> it's it's almost sensory overload. Yeah. But there's never never a time where you're like, I have nothing to do. Never. Like, I, I honestly, if I ever heard someone say, oh, there's nothing to do in St. Pete, I might just slap them. <laughs> I, I might just be like, seriously, I was like, just go on Instagram. Like, <laughs> are you serious right now? Yeah, that's about it. But yeah, so there's. You know the, the craft brewery scene, the live music scene, and uh, those are those are kind of my favorite parts of St. Pete. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, the thing that makes it special is the people, yeah. and we, we've got so many awesome people here. And as you point out, some of them should be on the Florida Man memes, but man, they're awesome. You know? They are. <laughs> uh, we've, we've met a few characters or ourselves. I, I just love the memes too when they're like, you know, like. This might be a little morbid, but like the the memes where they're like, okay, like if we had to go to war, who would want Florida? And everyone is like, dude, like they they really count Florida out. But then you'll have the Floridians come up and they'll be like, dude, like we we'll, we don't care about anything. Like 
we we swim with alligators like it's true you know we're like we're okay we could we can make it yeah oh, I, th- I think so. i think so. <laughs> you know I, they they try to mark us out but i think florida will will survive i i'm i'm quite certain we we will survive yeah we're just crazy enough yeah i loved i don't know if you ever saw this uh trevor noah did a whole thing like on uh new york and saint pete and how like the reason why everyone in St. Pete's just like a little cuckoo is because of the sun and how much sun like we kind of have like, you know, on us all the time. And he's like, what we should do is we should, everyone, winter comes around, all of the Saint, people in St. Pete should go live in New York for the winter and then the New Yorkers can come and stay in St. Pete and just switch them. I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. That is kind of funny, but I'm not going to New York. I would never do a winter in New York either. You could not, you could not pay me enough money to go do a whole winter in New York. I, I, I did a a a, a three day business trip winter time in New York, and that was that was about two and three quarters days too long. Yeah, I I went once in like October November, and it was very nice, very beautiful. Um, and then like a week later, like I saw that it was snowing there, yep. and I was like. Yep. Went out a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So what does local mean to you? Local is it. I mean, local okay. is what makes us who we are. And, you know, I love the fact that we have very few chains in St. Petersburg, that many of them are, you know, locally owned, locally operated. Um, I love that. It creates a, a culture and character that is different than, than just a, um, a a cavern that's that's edged by big box stores like you mm-hmm. have in some other cities. Yeah. Um, and so, it means to me, kind of, who we are. It's it's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's about trying to, um, you know, everybody that's working together, each playing a role in our community, and uh, and and working to to do something that they enjoy. So. I love it. I love the local. And the, the arts scene is 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 really the local, too. Oh, yeah. um, I think that in St. Petersburg, we're a little bit different than most other cities in, in that um, in many other cities, they kind of build the city, and then the art comes. It was kind of reversed here in St. Petersburg. It was reversed here. Mm-hmm. The art scene really created mm-hmm. the vibrancy and the funkiness that... Mm-hmm that now defines who we are as a community. And and so I think that the the, the arts is local. Yeah. Um, Support your local it. artists, peeps. No doubt. Support yeah. your local artists. That's why our city's cool of now. Oh, there's so <laughs> many. There's so many. Oh, my gosh. And, like, And I love that, that several of them are global superstars. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark mm-hmm. Ayling, you know, Chad Mize. I mean, these guys mm-hmm. are... Selling their their wares all over the place. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yep. Local is it. I like that. It's going to be my new catchphrase. Local is all of it. Local is it. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting down and talking with us. I know that, you know, you have a lot going on, so it's nice when you can give us a little bit of time and explain to us how you're making our city better. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity, and uh, we're going to keep doing good stuff. Yep. We're going to keep making it great. There you go. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. 
for some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.